It's so big. It is huge. You've shown it to me a couple of times, but I, this is the Feel first it. time I've held it. <laughs> Beep. <laughs> Show off. I forgot. So back to my dream. Yes, please. Melissa started telling a story about her dream before we started recording, and I stopped her because it was so good. And I was like, "You have to save this shit for the podcast. We're professionals. <laughs> We're in the room. Just yeah. Wait another two minutes. <laughs> um. Yeah. So I was having a dream that I had no butt, but every time I went to check. I could see that I did have a butt. It was just higher than where I thought. <laughs> so how I? Let's give us an yeah. image. So it was about my butt's height above my butt. <laughs> <laughs> Is that where your legs started? Or was it like a no, butt, no, no, nothing, no. men I think, legs? I don't think. I think my legs started in the same spot. And then there was like just no butt. Like it just cut <laughs> out. Like some people have no butt. I have a very protruding butt. Yeah. Um, a juicy butt, if you will. <laughs> And then I'd be like, oh, my God, like, how did I never notice I had no butt? Like, I always thought I had, like, a large one, but it only looks large from, like, the this angle. Sort of thing. <laughs> and then I'd look up a little bit and be like, oh, it's just up there. <laughs> what a relief. Yeah, it's still there. It's a little weird, but I can work with it. Yeah. <laughs> Reverse pear shape. <laughs> um, uh, What are those orange bottles that have, like... They have the, the orangina bottles. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, excellent um, dream. Good work. Yeah. At your subconscious. In reality, I'm a regular pear shape. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. Hi. How are you? Pretty good. How are you? I'm pretty good overall. Yeah. All things considered. All things considered. It's been a while. It has. Not for us, but for. Um, our many listeners. What up, Michigan? Hope you're still around. Yeah, I hope you have not abandoned us. <laughs> we needed a little break so Barbara could go to uh, Ontario and visit family, mm-hmm. and also so I could have bronchitis. Yeah, and also so we could like just not watch movies for a second. Yeah, just like a hot minute. Just like take a minute away. We both have ADD. Movies can be pretty tricky sometimes. Yeah, like I don't. I I love watching a movie. It's just when the pressure to remember anything that happened in that movie is yeah, added. It, it's like mm, this if isn't I can't fun. just like put a movie on as background noise, then I'm like, oh, so I have to, I have to sit. I have here? to look at it. I have to watch the movie with my eyes. Listen, I have to listen to all the words. Yeah, that seems absurd. I can't have a nap in the middle. <laughs> no. I was going to start origami. Like, I was just going to just get really good at it during this two-hour span of time. And that's why I started knitting. Yeah. (laughs) Uh, Yeah. What what else did you do in this this span? Oh, God. So much, you know? Just, like, really living it up. (laughs) No, I went to Ontario, and then I came back, and then I just had depression for a few weeks and that's yeah. about it um <clears throat> when i texted you the other day and i was like oh i don't know if i want bumble because like like i want it or what i've heard other people talking about whatever it was yeah. like for this other weird reason and you're like well what's the difference and i was like yeah whatever and i got bumble and just like swiping everyone to the left yeah <laughs> and then last night i came to this realization because i've also been sleeping and eating a ton i'm like Oh, hey, maybe this is my depression. Oops. 
maybe it's not that uh, maybe it's not that I need 10 or 12 hours of sleep a night it's like maybe I'm bad <laughs> I feel like we're all Wes recently came to that realization too right yeah yeah <laughs> It's like, hey, what's wrong with my body? Yeah. Oh, it's my brain. Um, yeah. Anyway, I ate a vegetable last night, you guys. I'm doing fine. Solid. It's just especially weird, and I don't know um, how either of you feel on this, but because I am taking antidepressants, I don't feel depressed in the same way I did before. But it's like I still have all the physical issues. Yeah. yeah. Um. So it's like I still feel that I'm like, you know, happy or whatever, but I'm like, I can't get myself to do anything. Like, all I want to do is watch makeup YouTube, and but I don't want to find any new makeup YouTubers. <laughs> I just want to watch the same ones over and over. And I'm like, after a while, I'm like, oh, yeah, remember how you do that because you have depression? Yeah. <laughs> oh. yeah. yeah. No, I, I have a similar thing, but because my meds are stimulants, it's more like I, I'll take them regularly. And I'm like, wow, really killing it. Like really just owning this adult life, doing it all the way. And then I don't take them one day. And I'm like, why can't I think? <laughs> why is my brain bad? That <laughs> uh, happens to me. Just regular. <laughs> why is my brain bad? Um, but yeah, it's, it's an interesting uh, journey. <laughs> yeah, for sure. And especially you're like, well, I'm still doing all the things I'm supposed to be doing. Like, I'm still seeing people. Like, I don't know what's happening. And then you're like, oh. Yeah. <laughs> Although I wouldn't be seeing people if it weren't for you and Wes. Well, it was the same thing. Oh, yeah, and Kathleen. And I mean, like, yeah. Just... Well, and uh, Kathleen and my, my mutual friend, Way, had a studio opening that was, like, on the same street as my house. Like, yeah. Like, a little further up. So I'm like, obviously, I'm going. Like, Way is really cool anyway, and I would want to go. But, like... My depression is not going to keep me from walking a block and then getting on a bus yeah. and walking a block. <laughs> um, but yeah, like last weekend, didn't do a ton, but this weekend I feel like I haven't done a ton and I'm like, I've been out. Yeah. I've been out. A been outside weekend. of my house. Yeah. That's what, that's At least a something. few hours. So yeah. I'm like, yeah. You know, I'm doing stuff. I just feel like I've been inside the whole time. It's also <laughs> cold out though. Not as cold today. Yeah. But it is slippy. It was snowy. And we're like, sorry, but we're old. Like, young people, <laughs> when it snows, they, like, go outside and, like, build snowmen like they're children. <laughs> and, I um, tried. When I was shoveling, <laughs> I tried to build a snowman, and the snow wouldn't pack. And I was like, to hell with this. <laughs> I was like, <laughs> I was like, I'm going to throw a snowball at Wes's window. It's like, no, no, it's, like, 7.30 in the morning. I'm not going to do that. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but maybe I'll come back later. But then I was like, I'll make a little snowman just to put it on the table. <laughs> like, <laughs> <Cute>. Nope. <laughs> yeah, I have fantasies of building a snowman every time it snows. And then I like go outside. And I'm like, oh, this is cold on my fingies. And I go back inside. Like, I don't want to do that. <laughs> I, um, like, I've had snowball fights when it snowed before, but I haven't. Yeah. I haven't built a snowman, in, like, other than, like, a teeny tiny one in a long time. So. I told you about the snowball <laughs> fight I witnessed, right? Oh, yeah, with the old man just, yes. like, covering his face so his other old man friend could throw a snowball at him. It was so cute. <laughs> just, like, and he was taking so long because the snow is, like, quite fluffy. It, he was taking so long to pack the snowball, so he was just standing still with his arm in front of his face. Like, yeah. <laughs> I'll just wait for until you're ready, and then we can keep walking. <laughs> True friendship. Yeah. Anyway, also our bodies hurt because we're old and we can't tell our cats to not 
two stuff. Yeah, because <laughs> we're old and weak. Yeah. And because I'm depressed and I keep leaning on this one, uh, the, my left arm. Is that so your my, depression arm? <laughs> it's the side the armrest is on on my side of the couch. Ah, there you go. Yeah. <laughs> which I have to switch up every once in a while. But then Cheese gets mad that I stole her side of the couch. <laughs> <laughs> Just wanted to make it clear that the other side of the house wasn't occupied by a human. It's yeah, no, it's, it's the cat. cat. Yeah. yeah. So I've been leaning on it a lot, and now I'm like, oh, the whole arm hurts. <laughs> I'm still trying to lean on it. <laughs> oh, well. Every time I put my head on my whole ass pillow, Scout think, like gets pissed at me, like I'm stealing her spot. Yeah. Forgetting that she already took, I had a pillow for my legs because my knees were hurting because I'm old, and she stole that, so now it's just at the foot of her bed for her to lie on. Yeah. But as soon as that was hers... She wanted something. She else. wanted mine again, so she, now she's taking my actual pillow. I rearranged uh, the living room a little bit, and like where my drawing desk is, and put up shelves so everything's like a little bit neater. Um, and I put Jesus Shark under the drawing desk, mm. and she's in it again. Yes. <laughs> and so when I'm playing The Sims, I can just stick my foot in her shark and bother her. <laughs> <laughs> that must be so nice and warm for her. Yeah. Yeah. And um, she's not sleeping in. I guess nobody heard about this, but I had got a crate for uh, the Weirdo Market that we did. Oh, yeah. Which went really well. Um, and when I was taking everything out, she got really interested in it. So I put a blanket inside and she like slept there for two weeks straight. Aww. And then I rearranged everything and I put the blanket back in and she hasn't gone back in it. So I'm like, well, this is done now. <laughs> <laughs> she only wants the shark. It was fleeting. Yeah. Oh, yeah. We haven't recorded since Weirdo. Yeah, because we, we purposely did, like, two big recordings in a row so we could have the last, like, couple weeks off before Weirdo, I think. Mm-hmm. Okay. We were very smart. We were very smart. Weirdo went well. Yeah. Uh, we saw a sword swallower. Yeah. That was scary. Yeah, I liked when he put the nail in his face. That was good. I liked that one the least. That was, yeah, that's what I mean. I hated Gross. it. It was so good. <laughs> um, yeah, met some real cool people. Mm-hmm. Um, got some stuff. I got a I got a soap uh, that had the abominable snowman on it. I haven't used it yet, but it's making all my towels smell nice. Yeah, yeah. yeah I got a soap from um, Brutal Beauties. Yeah, I have the like licorice round one. Right? Yeah, 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 yeah. I've got that one too, and I'm using that right now. I've had it in my office for like since weirdo, and every time I walk in there, it's just like licorice. Yeah, at you. I like it. It's a nice scrubby too. It's got some, some stuff in it. Ooh, charcoal. Maybe, yeah. probably. And it looks like a puck, like a hockey puck. Yeah, it's funny. <laughs> I'm gonna give it to my mom. Aw. I thought about keeping it for myself, but I like her. I guess she can have it. Yeah, I love like handmade soaps now. I'm always into them. Yeah. Okay, what time is it? Uh, let's maybe get get, get to going. going. Okay. Okay, I'm giving you my notes. Oh, wait, hang on. My name's Barbara. And my name's Melissa. And you're listening to... I, I forgot. forgot. <laughs> we did it. Yeah. We did it. <laughs> uh, so this week, I forgot uh, History of the World Part 1. And I didn't even look up what it was about. Yeah. But I did look up all these cool facts for Barbara to read out to you. Excellent. All right, so History of the World Part 1 is narrated by Orson Welles. It is. He also did um, F is for Fake. Is that him? I don't know what that is. 
uh, it's a movie about um, an art forgery. Oh, that sounds delightful. Yeah. Um, and so you've been in, in an Orson Welles drama class. Is that correct? That's what it says here. Oh, no. Okay. So like the movie opens with a bunch of cavemen or whatever standing up. I like I guess it's it's very it's very drama class. It's very like one man show. So they're crouching and then they stand and they're erect. Oh. Um, yeah, and then they they blossom sort of thing. Yeah, Ooh. and then because it's Mel Brooks they start jerking off. <laughs> and then they cave fall back man. down. Yeah. Yeah. Uh so and then there's a cave painting art critic. Ha. Yeah, so there's like a lot of just caveman jokes. They're like trying to make a fire. And then someone comes and, like, lowers a torch near him, like, hitting these rocks together so he can see better. Oh. And then he tries to light the rock on fire with the torch and throw it into the kindling, and that doesn't work, so he throws the torch away. Ha <laughs> <laughs> ha. And then uh, someone, like, throws a rock on their foot and screams, and that's the beginning of music. And then there's the first cave painter. And then it's like, and along with the first cave painting came the first art critic. And he's like standing there staring at this painting of like a horse or whatever. And then he gets up and pees on the wall. Oh, it's funny. Well, <laughs> um, okay. Peeing and drinking off sounds real mature. It's yeah. Uh, death was greeted with a certain degree of awe. Awe. Like that? No. Um, so there it talks about the first weapon and it's a spear and he like throws it. And then one of the other cavemen accidentally walks in the way and gets stabbed by the spear. And then it was like death, death isn't well understood, so it was always met with a bit of awe or whatever I just wrote. And then all the cavemen go, aww. Fifteen, <laughs> <laughs> ten. Ten commandment, commandments. I think that one's in the trailer. That's when he like drops a... Yeah. He drops one of the... Stone thingies. Yeah. Yeah. Pretty funny. Pretty good stuff, Mel Brooks. Um, just I actually want to get out ahead of this. Mel Brooks movies are so beloved, and I don't get it at all. I liked the producers. There's one scene in this that is perfect and should have been the whole ass movie. But so much of Mel Brooks stuff is not is it's it's bad. It's not funny. Like, it's just so stupid that it's not. Yeah, it's like lowest common denominator. And you're like, I'm sure a lot of people would laugh at this. Yeah, like, I think I have this in the notes. But it's just like. A lot of Mel Brooks jokes are like. Isn't it like him but... dressing up as an oppressor yeah. and then being a dumb asshole. And it's like, bet this guy was a dumb asshole. And it's like, yeah, that's that's funny. That's pretty good. Yeah. Yeah. And then, but so much of the other stuff is just like, just the dumb part without the yeah, punching yeah. up or anywhere. Like, no punching. <laughs> no punching just at dumb. all. Yeah. <laughs> uh, annual buffet and orgy. First served, first comes. <laughs> that one's pretty good. There's a lot of jokes about ewes being bees <laughs> in ancient Rome. Um, our main character here is a philosopher, stand-up philosopher. And he's like in line for um, his unemployment or whatever. And his agent comes up to tell him that he got a gig. And he gets mad or whatever because it, it, 
cost him his unemployment money. Yeah. But and his agent's like, you're mad that I got you a job? You're nuts. NVTS nuts. It's funny. It's good. <laughs> Spelling humor. Ha. Oh, yeah. You're, you're, this is your last week of unemployment. You, either you kill someone next week or we have to change your status. Oh, yeah. That's the gladiator ahead of him in line. <laughs> Occupation. Stand-up philosopher. Enslaved Ethiopian man tries to win freedom with dance. Oh, yeah. So this is my other bone to pick with Mel Ass Brooks is... Mel Ass. Mel Ass Brooks <laughs> is... Mel Ass Brooks. <laughs> the stuff that makes Mel Brooks movies really funny, in my opinion, is like... He goes into, like, historical oppression of the Jews and is really slapstick and over the top with it. But then he treats, like, black history and sexism and like just a lot of other things the same way or as he seems to think he's treating them the same way yeah so there are some jokes with the the uh josephus or whatever his name is josephus i don't see it written here uh, it'll be written later um that i don't care for but anyway he tries to dance his way out of enslavement yeah. And the comedian's really into it. Uh, so that's pretty fun. Philosopher? Yeah. Same thing. Stand-up. I don't like seeing animals in movies before, like, 2002. Yeah, there's a horse that I'm like, that <laughs> That horse was abused for sure. Yeah. Uh, sorry, I was laughing at your next one. Madeline Kahn is my beautiful wife, Empress, Empress Nympho. Why not? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so she's introduced. She's carried in by a bunch of men. Yeah, of course. Yeah. And it's she's Empress Nympho, and she's in, and they find that out because one of the virgins, the Vestal virgins or whatever, explains it to our now main characters. Mm-hmm. And I fucking love Madeline Kahn. I just love her so much. <laughs> hey, Mel Brooks is, I guess, the king of don't call him rape jokes. Rape jokes. Yeah, I guess I got a lot of Mel Brooks bones to pick. Yeah, look. This season, and we're now doing seasons, yeah. <laughs> is going to be very critical. <laughs> yeah. Very critical of everything. Not like our last dudes season love. where we like just let things slide. Yeah, where we had no opinions about anything at all. Yeah. I don't know. There's just... I noticed that when I was... I went... I watched Young Frankenstein with my grandma. And there's a rape joke in that. Like, Madeline Kahn starts singing as she's deciding that she's enjoying being raped. Oh. So, anyway, I just, hey, wish you wouldn't. Yeah. Wish you wouldn't at all mm-hmm. with the rape jokes. Yeah. Just don't, don't do them. Don't do rapes, don't do rape jokes. Yeah. The servant waits while the master bakes. I don't remember the context of that, but it was pretty funny. <laughs> Intros at Caesar Palace are all like a late night show. Delightful. Yeah, so at first it's like a game show because the um, soldiers come back from Sparta or whatever and they're like, we got all this shit, all this treasure and shit, and then they open it from behind a curtain. Like it's oh. The Price is Right or something. Nice. It's fun. 
Comicus's set is too offensive for Caesar, so now he's going to die. Oh, yeah. So he makes, like, a fat joke, and Caesar doesn't take that well. I don't know. And oh, then... Don't make fat jokes. Yeah. Comicus, you idiot. Yeah, you dumbass. And then, um, so he pivots to political humor. And this is, like, actually, it's a pretty fun little little set. <laughs> fun little concept. What does stand-up humor in ancient Rome look like? But he says something about, like, no, our system here is perfect. Like, this guy bribes this guy, and then and he bribes the Senate, and, it, and then they bribe Caesar. And then Caesar gets really pissed off and sends his... Well, tries to send him to death, and then Madeline Kahn arranges it so he and the Josephus fight to the death hmm. instead. Okay, but I think I think it's established before that the the reason she's doing that is because she wants to fuck the slave. She hmm. wants to do sex on Josephus. Is Josephus the Ethiopian who tried to death? Yeah, like- yeah. Yeah, well, I mean, she's empress and info. Mm-hmm. But we could do without the rape jokes, is all I'm saying. Yeah. This movie isn't very good, but how could so many Gen X men be wrong about something? <laughs> the Vestal Virgins are all making out, and Nympho comes in to join them. Yeah. That's not very virgin, all of them. They're not making out. They just look like they're about to. They're, they're like- all like leaning in and sort of rising. They're just very close to each other, like having sweet conversations, and then info comes in, and I'm like, oh, yes! Time for this orgy I was promised. And it is, because then all the soldiers come in with no pants on. Like, they're in uniform, but they're just not wearing anything on their bottoms, and so she (laughs) is selecting who she wants to escort her to the orgy. (laughs) And so she goes, I fucking love Madeline Kahn. She goes up to, like, each of them, individually and goes no no yes yes no yes and then eventually gets to like her choice and goes yes (laughs) okay (laughs) this note is just what you just said (laughs) hey did we consider the other historical context of joking about castrated black men yeah so he's hiding in her virgin virgin chambers or whatever like and pretending to be a eunuch Mm. So then the like guards or whatever come in and are like, hey, he's not beefy enough to be a eunuch. When you're a eunuch, you're supposed to get real swole. <laughs> um, and so they all line up and have a woman like dance in front of them to see if they get a boner. Mm. And they're, wearing, they're holding... You know why when I explain it, it sounds funnier than it is. <laughs> they're holding like those feather fan things in front of them. <laughs> and so she's dancing and none of them are reacting and then she dances in front of Josephus and his one feather <laughs> raises and then he jumps out the window to escape <laughs> but like <laughs> this is like a <laughs> this sounds just like so much like the stuff that we're getting is like a poorly written like erotic fanfic yes where it's like <laughs> How do I make them do this? Wouldn't this be sexy? But there's no like yeah. rhyme or reason to it. I'm making like weird motions with my hand right now. Yeah. It don't make sense. <laughs> yeah, it's a lot. It's not. It's a lot of sex jokes. Here's the other thing I kind of like this about Mel Brooks stuff. His sex jokes are like written by someone who's never had sex. 
<laughs> and same with the weed joke that's coming up. It's like, do you not know what smoking weed is like? Nobody's ever, nobody ever in your production crew has ever seen a weed. Yeah. Um. So how does the Senate vote? Fuck the poor. Can I do the voice? Do that was the, the right voice? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Lol, he called Oedipus motherfucker. Yeah, that was good. Walk this way is the only joke you're allowed to rescue. Oh, oh I meant reuse. Oh. So that is... You did say reuse. I put a C in there. In oh, okay. In <laughs> um, a bunch of other letters. Yeah. That's <laughs> definitely a joke in Young Frankenstein. I think it's in other movies, too, and they use it twice in this one. So <laughs> he's... Um, I think it's one of the virgins is like... So they're all running away from the guards, helping Josephus escape. And I think it's one of the virgins that walks up and she's like, oh, I can help you. Walk this way. And then she like prances off. And so they all <laughs> prance off in the same way as her. <laughs> it's good. <laughs> they run into a bunch of weed and Josephus gets excited and makes a giant blunt with rolling papyrus. Yeah. So they're in like a horse, like a chariot kind of thing. And find like a big field of weed and Josephus gets all excited and he starts picking some and then roll he's like rolling papyrus and then he rolls a comically sized blunt which Paul pointed out this movie came out three years after Cheech and Chong oh and it's like the that scene basically <laughs> so they roll this giant blunt and then they light it and then they start driving away and the guards are chasing them but the smoke is billowing behind them so the guards get all stoned Oh, so the exact same. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> Come on, Mel Brooks. What else have you stolen? Uh, yeah, so they get the cops high and escape, which means this movie is good, actually. Moses parts the river for them. <laughs> yeah, he just Moses. shows up again. <laughs> and then he's, like, got his arms raised because the river's parting, and then someone comes up and mugs him. <laughs> then keep your arms up. And he's like, God, I can't catch a break. <laughs> It's weird that Mel Brooks has never smoked weed. They're going to Judea. Uh, the comedian gets a job waiting on the Last Supper. <laughs> yeah, very good. He keeps interrupting them as they're talking, and then um, Jesus is like, one of you has already betrayed me. And uh, Mel Brooks is like, Judas. And everyone's like, what? And he's like, Judas, did you want anything? Or yeah. <laughs> It's good. <laughs> Jesus, what? What? Yes. What? What? <laughs> yes. I, someone gets mad at him or whatever, and he's like, Jesus. <laughs> and Jesus is like, what? He's like, what? And Jesus is like, yes. He's like, what? <laughs> what? <laughs> it just goes on for a good minute. Uh, yeah. I feel like Mel Brooks loves those, like, who's on first things. Yes. Uh, da Vinci shows up to paint them. Uh, Mel Brooks is playing the Grand Inquisitor. Let's face it, you can't... Torquemada anything? <laughs> okay, hang on. So Da Vinci shows up to paint them, and then Mel Brooks is in The Last Supper now, holding a silver plate behind Jesus's head, like a halo. Oh. It's good. And then, um, and then it just goes to the Spanish Inquisition, which is should be the movie. Like I, this movie is fine. You can watch it if you want, but if you don't want to, just look up the Spanish Inquisition scene because it's so good every single second of it. Um. So yeah, he's like being introduced, and he's like the Grand Inquisitor. 
Um, don't beg uh, Torquemada. Don't beg him for mercy. Torquemada, like, don't don't try to reason with him. Basically, you can't Torquemada anything. <laughs> it's good. I don't understand Torquemada still. That's his name. Oh, oh yeah. We love a musical number about Jewish oppression here, don't we? Yes. I was trying to see if any of my facts matched up, but so far, no. Hmm, can I read one anyway? Yeah. Aw, okay, I like this one. We have mountains because the world is a teenager and the mountains are her pimples. Yeah, the one just below. Clouds are her dandruff. Yeah. Aw. This is the only good scene so far. Synchronized swimming nuns get raised from the pool as a sparkler menorah. Yeah, so there's a lot, like... He's singing about how much he loves torturing people, and then there's, like, two guys just sort of hanging by their yeah. arms, and they're explaining how they got dragged from their homes and tortured or whatever, but in a, f- a funny song. Yeah. <laughs> and then, it's funny if you sing about it. Yeah, and then they're like, so you haven't gotten any of them to convert? Did you try, like, crushing their kneecaps? And then they, like, tortures people some rhythmically and that's not working so they bring out the nuns and then all these nuns emerge and the floor lifts up into an open pool and then they all just synchronize they take off their habits and they're wearing like white swimsuits (laughs) they do like a synchronized swimming routine as like people who are being tortured get thrown into a chute and then dropped into the pool (laughs) And then they get raised up on a menorah with, like, sparklers on their heads. It's incredible. All right. All right. The production value alone in this scene is so... Jesus. Uh, Time for the French Revolution. We're so poor we don't even have a language. Just a stupid accent. (laughs) I just want to get some more facts in here. Okay. Um, Since I I don't think we're going to touch on... Any other wars. But the first war was about an argument over who had the cutest butt. We all learned that in school, but I figured I'd throw it in there. It was Socrates. Oh, I thought it was Santa. He won. That's why he's still around. Oh. Well, it's it's still it's still a, a sort of sensitive issue. Yeah, it, I feel It was like never really... Resolved. It's been so long now that it's hard to tell who was a real winner. Mm-hmm. Um, it's an ongoing I mean, conflict. We were all the losers because now we have war, thanks Santa and yeah. Socrates. <laughs> they roll a, a red carpet. Oh, excuse me. They roll a red carpet out over peasants for the aristocrats to walk on. <laughs> aristocrats. <laughs> Mel Brooks is King Louis playing human chess like Alice in Wonderland. It's pretty cute. Yeah. Another idea stolen. Yeah. Uh, like, I appreciate that a lot of the humor of Mel Brooks movies is, you know the shitty, powerful person? Probably a piece of shit in every conceivable way. But it's also an obvious excuse to parade around every sexist and racist thought he's ever had and is the reason South Park exists for which I will never forgive him. That sums up my feelings. Yeah, fair enough. I, yeah. yeah. Uh, they dress the piss boy, also Mel Brooks, up like the king, and he pardons the dad of the woman the real king was bribing for sex. So the scene was, like, this section of the movie was pretty annoying, so I'm skipping over some shit. So, yeah, the revolution's coming. They're getting word of it at the palace or whatever, and Count de Money 
sees, uh, sees the piss boy, the guy who walks around with a bucket that people can piss in, <laughs> um, and says, oh, he looks an awful lot like the king, huh? And so they hatch a plan to dress him up like the king so that it, when they, the proletariat comes, they'll, they'll kill him instead. Um, but he's the piss boy. Yeah, but in that time, the king is also extorting sex from a woman in exchange for pardoning, pardoning her dad. He's also walking, like, he's also walking around the grounds just, like, lifting women's skirts up and humping their butt. And then, like, looking at the camera and saying it's good to be king. Which is, like, I get it, because kings are pieces of shit. I yeah. get the joke that you're making. I don't want, like, that's not funny for me <laughs> to watch. Sorry, bad enough that you're extorting someone for sex. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah, you're horrible. Uh, the horny count falls off the balcony, so that's pretty good. Yeah. yeah, that was funny. He's, like, chasing the woman around. And she, yeah. like, goes and leans off the balcony and, like, bends over or whatever. And he starts charging at her. <laughs> and then she moves and he falls off. Good. That's good. Smart. Uh, Josephus shows up and saves philosopher slash piss boy from being beheaded. So, yeah, he's, he he's, okay. He's in the king's quarters or whatever. And he finds a pardon. And he fills it out to pardon their dad, and they go and like let him out or whatever. And then um, the peasants show up, and next scene is at the guillotine, and he's standing in front of it, like I'm gonna. I didn't live like a king, but I can die like one. He's like refusing a a blindfold or whatever, and they're like, okay, test the guillotine, and then it like chops a melon in half, and he's like, Rrr. and then um, and then he starts like trying to reason with them, like. Oh, maybe I don't have to get my head chopped off. And, and then all of a sudden, Joseph, like all three characters are there <laughs> from the beginning. And they're the same people now. And they <laughs> escape on a chariot. <laughs> Very good. Uh, finish with an ad for part two, Hitler on ice, Viking funeral, Jews in space. Yeah, those are the three scenes we get to see from History of the World Part 2, which doesn't exist. Nice. Yeah. Nice that it doesn't exist. <laughs> uh, you want to finish off with some, some extra facts? I'd love to. Turtles were first created when a salamander fucked a rock. Mm-hmm. Make sense? Better stop hitting this microphone thingy. Fire is just hot ice. Okay, that is just a shower thought. Yeah. <laughs> The first house was inside of a whale. Mm-hmm. And biblical. Yeah, I thought this might have something to do with Bible stuff. So I it did. That it had, yeah, briefly, we touched on the Bible. Uh, cats were always very soft and mysterious. Yeah. Wood pet. Yes. Anytime. Good facts. Thank you. All right. Well, wasn't that a movie? It sure was. You know what? Explaining it afterwards, maybe this is why men like Mel Brooks so much, because talking about it afterwards, I enjoyed it so much more than I did actually watching it. Yeah, well, you, there, it sounds like there are some parts which are just ridiculous and very funny for those reasons. Yeah. And you're like, well, if I focus on that. Yeah. But I think I think Gen X men just like bad things. Yeah. Yeah. But uh, the Spanish Inquisition scene is so fucking good. It's very good. 
it's good. <laughs> okay, well. Well, that's it. That's the movie that I watched. And uh, we'll never talk about it again. Probably not. <laughs> let's uh let's go on to wine and grapes. Okay. <laughs> I think uh yeah, you've got some time, but Okay. Uh, can I tell you my wine before I forget it? Yeah. So on Friday, you and I went to a screening of Invasion at Spartacus Books, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and it was awkward. And um, Spartacus Books is an anarchist bookstore here in Vancouver. It's very cool. I'm glad it exists, but I my social anxiety does not allow for me to spend time with. <laughs> in that kind of space for a long period because it makes yeah. it drives me nuts. Um, <laughs> but I'm glad we went. It was very good. And I'm glad that it happened at all. They're fundraising for yeah. uh, Unison. Yep. Or Gin- okay, yeah. Um, oh, yeah, the Legal Defense Fund for Unison. Yeah. And, um, yeah. And also, you should watch Invasion. It's on YouTube. We'll put a link in the show notes. And screen it in your area. Yeah. Do a little fundraiser for yourself. They're, I think they're getting pretty close to their goal, which is awesome. Yeah, good. Um, but they can always use more money because, you know, if you don't want a pipeline there. Yeah. These are, seem to be the only people doing stuff. Yeah. To try and stop that. Yeah. Would be good. Yeah. Um, yes, I also went to that. It was mm-hmm. a nice little store, but it was very awkward. And all yeah. The, all the... Uh, like I guess employees there are very young, which cool. Yeah, but also intimidating. Yeah. Oh, can I tell you what I came home and told Paul? No. No, I can't tell you. Oh, I see. did I? <laughs> no. Yeah, um, I what is what does an anarchist bookstore and art school have in common? Mm-hmm. Everyone's lanky. What's <laughs> up with that? How do so many lanky people find each other? <laughs> I don't know. Is art school and Spartacus is like a weird congregation? My theory is vegans. Yeah, I was going to say. <laughs> <laughs> I think the, lang- the lankiness comes from veganism. Yeah. Um, yeah. I'm very round. Yeah, I'm also round. <laughs> we, found, we found each other in art school. It's true. <laughs> it's like art school. It's like similar shapes just joined together. Yeah. <laughs> um, oh, I didn't think much about my wine and grape, even though I was like, let's move on to those. I'm like, do I have them? Mm-hmm. I'm sure. I've I've been watching a lot of beauty YouTube. Oh yeah. And this has made me buy a bunch of new makeup, so I'm very excited to be using <laughs> it lately. Um, using maybe a bit more at a time than I necessarily have to, but it's fun. So. Mm. What it's does that mean? Frankly, uh, just like I've been doing like more eyeshadow than I normally would. Oh, okay, yeah. So I'm like, it's not like I'm like, it's not an uncomfortable amount of eyeshadow for me, but it's definitely like, oh, this is more. Yeah. More than I normally wear. Yeah. <laughs> Man, I'm pretty proud of watching so much makeup YouTube. <laughs> <laughs> you going to get that mirror? That Amazon mirror? No, I have a different mirror from Amazon coming. It's like a compact that has magnifying and like a light on it. Ooh. I'm like, now I'll pluck my eyebrows the way I want, maybe, and not just not pluck them. <laughs> I mean, either works. Good. Yeah. Good. Um, oh, also, I, I don't know if I mentioned this on the podcast when we had it because I don't remember how long we were there, but I finally got that pair of slippers that I've been wanting because they went on sale. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> They're coming to me. Congrats. 
Thank you. I mean, they won't be here for another few days, but mm. at least we'll see. Mm-hmm. Did y'all get in slippers? Thank you. I love slippers. <laughs> uh, you have a wine? What was my wine? Um, I know how these things work. I remember. Yeah. We're a little rusty, but you know what? We're doing really good. We're doing a very good job right now. That's my second wine. <laughs> my grape is that... I'm so mad about things all the time. Why can't I think of one right now? <laughs> We've just been having such a good day. I know. Being slightly depressed, but not <laughs> yeah, not horribly depressed. Yeah, I guess my grape is depression. I like I I love my new job, um, but I'm I'm having a bit of a struggle right now, doing things other than going to work and coming home. Yeah. Which is not like it feels nice to like feel good going to work to mm-hmm. not be like, oh, fuck this. But I would like to have that energy about everything else in my life as well. <laughs> yeah. Like I've a similar thing since I started back at work. Uh, it's like work is fine. Don't mind going. Like it's fine being there. <clears throat> but then I come home and I'm like, oh, I don't want to do stuff. Yeah. It's like even the stuff like I'm like I don't want to play The Sims. It's five feet away. Like, yeah, <laughs> I have to turn on my computer. That sounds like a hassle. And like work is tiring, but I'm not working full time hours right now. Like there's no reason for me to have no energy when I get yeah. home. But I definitely think we've hit the nail on the head here. Yeah, uh, we have depression and it's the middle of winter. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and we got we had that big cold snap, but I think just stole the last of our energy. Yeah. <laughs> Whatever we were saving in terms of spoons was used <laughs> up just, like, warming ourselves. <laughs> Filling ourselves with hamburgers. Yeah. More sustenance. Um, what is a grape of mine? Because I was sick over the holidays on Boxing Day, I bought some stuff, and one of the things was this nice green dress. Pretty. Yeah. It's similar to your dress, your white and black one, but mine has two. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Um. And I, I just really pretty, by the way. Mm-hmm. Nobody can see it but us. But you, <laughs> you can imagine. It's a good blue. Yeah. Um, like, bad things have happened. I yeah, guess. like, a no. lot of bad <laughs> things are happening to oh. us and around us and nowhere near us at all. Yeah. But <laughs> Here, I'll do the classic one. Uh, transit. Mm. So it snowed in Vancouver, which it does every year for like three days and it shuts down the sky train pretty much every time and I was coming home from work um got to the sky train and I knew it was going to be running slower but I didn't realize it was going to be running like every 45 minutes uh-huh. um and the sky train announcement was just like oh yeah like we're running uh three trains this way three trains that way and like everything's like you know, we're we're still running, it's just like this. And I was like, okay, but then, like, why hasn't there been a train? And it's just, like, they don't keep people informed properly. And yeah. I think that day they must have had, like, a ton of complaints being, like, why didn't you tell us more info on this? And it's, like, when you're standing on the SkyTrain platform and it's minus eight out and you're just standing there, and the one that I'm on is outside, like, there's no cover. Like, you're just out. Oh, it's not even covered. Yeah. Well, I mean, like, it's covered where it's, like, snow's not getting on you, but everything in front of you yeah, is yeah. just a grate. Um, 
So it's like freezing. I'm like, I'm not super in the mood to try to get my phone out and get it working and see where yeah. <laughs> where the train is. Um, and it's like, you guys have TVs and you have those little like uh, scrolling things in there to tell everyone what's happening. Mm-hmm. I'm like, why not just say we're running like 40 minutes behind? Because I'm like, if you told me that, I would have gone downstairs, you know, gotten warm, warm somewhere. While, yeah. And then come back up. Like, that should be an option you give us. Yeah. Um, also, if you're running 40 minutes late, don't like open all your fare gates. <laughs> yeah. Don't charge us for this super late one because, yeah, people are going to come and go. Um, <clears throat> the next day they had it like on every bus and everything being like, trains are delayed. And yeah. I'm like, yeah, just make a proper announcement of it. It's just wild to me how every year TransLink shits the bed and it's like you knew it was gonna snow eventually. Like we've we've known everyone's known for like two weeks that we were getting snow soon because there's been a storm coming towards us. Yeah. But it's like every year it snows now. You yeah. have to get on board with this. Same with like the city. It's like you have to know that it snows every year. Yes. Like, <laughs> Also, fix your fucking elevators, TransLink. Yeah. It's like every time I'm on the train, I hear an announcement about an elevator somewhere Out of not working. Yeah. Your elevators and your escalators, like, can you just get them that work? Yeah. And maybe make big announcements if they're not going to be working for a little while. And maybe fix them efficiently, because holy shit, Yale Towns was out for like two weeks. Yeah, no. And it's like, people with disabilities use your fucking services, you dicks. Yeah, the one on, um, I mean, the escalator on the south side of Commercial Drive has been out for like, I want to say like a month now. Fuck me. And I'm like, like, people use this service. Yeah. Like, so what, you're, like, people, like, elderly people or whatever who want to get groceries have to go to the other side of the street, go down the escalator, and then come across? Like, that is so much to ask. And I'm like, and what the hell? Just come on. Like, ugh. Sorry for all the weird noise. It's not a podcast episode if we're not just, (laughs) like, fuck TransLink. God damn it. (laughs) Um, Which is, like, super annoying because for the most part I'll be like, yeah, it's, like, got pretty good service, like, the bus routes make sense for the most part, but then you come to like the sky train and you're like, why are you doing it this way? <laughs> or anytime there's an issue, it's like this issue is preventable. Yeah. I mean, like it's not preventable. You can't stop it from snowing, but you can make sure people know your bu- your train is going to be this late. Mm-hmm. Uh, because I mean, like trains run on a schedule. Like I catch the, I catch the train going to work at like either seven eleven or seven fourteen every day. You can be like, hey, it's gonna the seven eleven bus is actually gonna be here at seven twenty three. Like yeah. you can tell me that. Yeah. Because you have, you have that schedule. ability. You yeah. have that power. <laughs> oh my god. Oh my arm hurts. Oh, that's trauma. Anyway. Translink anyway. sucks eggs. Yeah. Eat they my change. ass, Translink. Sorry, it's like a hundred and seventy seven dollars i think for a bus pass for me every month and like you can't tell me if my train is going to be 40 minutes late <laughs> yeah god damn i should complain and see if they give me a free bu- bus they pass won't everywhere they never would they never would dinks mm. um eat my ass john horgan no pipeline anything yeah. else fuck turfs 
Um, and swerves. And swerves. What's gonna be our? Because last last season we had like. Oh, it was don't be racist this time. Well, okay. Well, don't don't be racist for the next few episodes. Yeah, and stay in your lane. I believe that was Wes's suggestion. Yeah. So, don't be racist, Mel Brooks. Mm -hmm. Um. Bye. Bye. (laughs) I have anxiety. Yeah.